There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, mm. pico de gallo, oh. purple cabbage, Yummy. and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina chicken menu at Taco Bell. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Oh, and look over there. Wow. Is that oh, culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. How's it going? It's going okay. Just okay? I had a really disorienting experience today. It was, it was mostly good. I hate when you're disoriented. Please tell me everything. It's not that I'm disoriented. Maybe that's that's not the right word. I Well, you were at one point. I shot a quick thing today on a set and it was very right. like very controlled environment, mm-hmm. very very safe. Yeah, better be. At this point, best practices are being sort of established throughout the industry. And thank large. you industry and thank you industry thank we you, say industry. it's rule culture number 22. Thank you thank industry. Thank you industry. And um you know, I caught myself thinking it feels really nice, mm-hmm. but it also is bizarre and weird. It's just weird how much is is different and how much is also the same. It's, it's you're gonna it's, get used to it. Well, it was just a one off thing. Oh, it was just a one off thing. Well, now in going forward into the future, when you shoot more things in this, what we're calling the great after, now that I yes. heard Josh Sharp say it, yes, there was the great before, and now we're looking forward to the great after, and whatever the great after presents, mm-hmm. um, we're gonna. F- try to do our best then we'll be feeling better and better about it that's right and it was encouraging to talk to a lot of production staff it was a very skeleton crewy situation but seems like the people who are working are, are getting jobs and i pray that the people who are not working right now will also get jobs because mm-hmm. it seems like things are opening back up um in, in terms of again the industry things are sort of picking back up mm-hmm. um in terms of like you know the pa jobs and the 
and the production jobs and the other things. Yeah. Well, speaking of big productions, are you so excited for the big DNC this week? I'm so excited for the big DNC virtual event. No, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. We'll see. It's, it's going to be can't fine for... at best and we're going to get through it just we're going to get get through all of it. I can't believe some of the speakers. I'm not even paying attention to some of the speakers. I'm just I can't believe they front-loaded Bernie on Monday. So we're recording this on Monday night. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen Bernie's speech yet, but I'm like that's like you save that for if you want to like unify the party or whatever, you save that for you you give Bernie a better spot. I'm just going to go ahead and say they don't know what they're doing, but um, they not. sure think they do. And I just want to say, I think this, I was going to do my I don't think so, honey, on this, but I just want to say it right up top. Why the fuck is there still such an emphasis on Bill Clinton? It's cr- it's psycho oh, shit. to me. Wait, how involved is he in this? So, I mean, he's going to get a big speech. And I get that he's like a living president, but girl, like tap into any part of like like what has gone down in the last two years, how about six months, how about a couple months, and just understand that he is not the voice that we need to be hearing right now. Meanwhile, they're giving AOC 60 seconds, a quick minute. She's going to go up there and do an I don't think so, honey. I didn't know about this minute. Oh my God, that's heinous. This is what she said on her own Twitter was that they gave her 60 seconds, which translates to one world minute. Billie Eilish is going to sing My Future for like seven long minutes or something like that. She's getting crazy. Se- Billie Eilish is getting seven hard minutes. <laughs> AOC is getting one soft minute. Quintuple AOC's time. That's wild. And you know Bill Clinton because and his long-winded ass are going to no, be up no. there for 15 minutes. I can't deal with this. I mean, this whole thing is giving me more anxiety than uncut gems. It's like, I can't oh, even... Oh, girl, which is saying some a some a thing. I got to say... Because it's on all these A24 films are on Netflix now. I watched Uncut Gems the other night and it's just like, it wasn't that bad. I'm just like, mm. I th- like my life experience has been more anxiety inducing than this movie. Not, not, that's not to say that it's like not, <laughs> not a tense that, movie. No, you know what? Uncut Gems should have been your life experience. I, that was yes. my biggest problem with it. It's like, Thank I you. like Uncut Gems, just kidding. I did it not. Should have I be, actually, it should have been about think, me. I actually think it was st- straight white bullshit. And no, honestly, I liked it. No, it really was. I did I not like it, it at all. And also, to be honest with you, God bless Adam Sandler, but he is kind of the king of like, I'm a straight white anxious man. And it's like, okay, because I also tried to watch Punch Drunk Love and I'm like, why am I having a heart attack? Stop it. I was going to have a heart attack if I kept watching that. Kevin Garnett and The Weeknd were amazing. I love that it was just about a lot of non-actors in the film. We can talk about this later. I mean, the I you know I famously watched Uncut Gems and fast forward to the Adina Menzel parts. Her playing full on like Guma trash. Like poor Adina. Love with it. These, she deserves better. She deserves better than be like, where the fuck you been? Now the kids are in the, 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 the kids. Yeah, go but you know what though? Sleep. She gets a really good scene and that she's one really scene good. where she's in her ke- the uh, dress. Not, not quinceanera, Jesus Christ. The, ba- um, <laughs> the bat mitzvah dress. Yeah. <laughs> when, when um, Adina Menzel was in, in her quinceanera dress. I fell out. Well, well, that's Stupid. actually a real culture number 50. When Adina when Menzel, Adina Menzel came, came in in her quinceanera dress, dress, I fell, I fell out. out. No, she Absolutely. was famously in a bat mitzvah dress. Um, that and, was a great uh, scene. That was a good scene, and she got a good moment. And also, Adina Menzel has gotten a lot, okay? She's a part of three cultural institutions. Right. That's true. That's true. That's fair. They being rent, frozen, and... Uncut gems. What's the third one? I don't know. Oh, I... uh, Wait. She's I definitely a part of three. She... Oh, wicked! <laughs> I'm, I've, I've too, now Adina's career has sort of like, oh my god, headlines, headlines. 
Las Cojeris, that's two fags. Forget Wicked. Wow. Um, Post it up. Speaking of cultural institutions. I mean, speaking of. We have we have one in our midst today, this week on the show. Um, this rise is very fun to watch. It's so perfect. It's so satisfying. It's so deserved. We got to mm-hmm. say, um, what? Let's see. What are the credits? She's a writer for Jesus and Marrow. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the host of her show Baited with Z Way on a was is honey. Well, let's talk about oh, the existential the sort of like the transition to IG because I feel like mm-hmm. it, it's it's sort of existentially a different thing, perhaps. And I want to get her take on this. And she's probably yeah. talked about this already. But um, also, she's she's just released a beautiful album, Generation Z Way. Mm. filled with bops and hits one of variety's 10 comics to watch variety's 10 comics to watch she would have performed in a dusty old theater in montreal in july if, if this yes, were any normal have. year it's also so funny whenever they're like um variety's comics to watch in 2020 and we've been watching them all since like oh uh, 2017 but oh yeah anyway it's fun happy it's they're fun. getting shined now three years later <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so happy for her. I'm happy that, that that was a good list this year. I gotta say, great fun list. list, great list, great list. They did they did well. Fun people. Dwayne, um, you had uh Meg Stalter. Mm-hmm. You had you had Miss Sarah Cooper. You had so many so many wonderful people. And the wonderful current iteration of her show on Instagram uh, live, and then posted mm-hmm. up on IGTV uh, in the intervening and in the following hours, subsequent hours of each airing on Thursdays at 8pm on, 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 on IG Live. Matt, you mm-hmm. and I made the grave mistake of programming ourselves against her show last week, didn't we? It's true. It's true. It's it was fine. a com- total accident, but and uh, it wasn't us programming it. It was the slot we were off. It was the slot we were um, off, which is important to say. Um, it wasn't a. Uh, but I will also say, competition is good in the market because it create it, it a rising tide. You know what I mean. And we're talking about the market in very capitalist terms. That's wonderful. I, I, of course, <laughs> as I always I, talk about it. As we always talk about it, we're both neoliberal fucks. No, yeah. just kidding. We're not. Please join. Please stay after the show. We're doing an after show called uh, Capitalist Terms. Capitalist um, Terms. We're just, that's going to be a two-hour thing where we just do all that. Um, but wow, this is so fun um, to have her here on Las Culturistas. And it is about damn time, I would say. And I it's have to say, I, I am a veteran of Baited. I did it when it was a YouTube show. And I have... I'm going to start things off with an apology as soon as we introduce our guest. Oh, I can't wait to hear this one. Everyone, please welcome into your ears, Z-Way! Hi, Z-Way. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. That was a very beautiful and long, verbose intro, so I loved it. I loved every well, okay. There's so much to say about you, though. Thank you. thank you so much. I love compliments, so this is perfect. This is you perfect. deserve them all. And where are you right now? Because you're in sort of like a... Your, your, your background on the Zoom is sort of a flowery sort it's of Florence utopia. Pugh in Midsommar. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I am in Sweden. Where is she in Midsommar? Sweden. Sweden. It's Sweden. It is. Um, I'm in Brooklyn right now, wasting my youth indoors, but staying safe. Hopefully. No, no, no. Right. It's 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 all it's all an investment now for once we're all free to go outside. Now I want to spend no more time talking about anything else other than this apology, which is richly deserved. Oh, yes. And oh, Yang. Okay. Do you know what I'm about to apologize to you for? What? You know. I forget this. <laughs> This enraged me at the time, but I believe in forgiveness. So I was pissed and then I, I moved on because that's how we grow as entertainers. That's true. Um, that's true. And wow, what a model for for, for growth. Um, 
for for modeling growth, a model for modeling growth. Now, let's say, let's just give the full context. I was booked in the same sort of shooting session as Matt was, as Sudi was for Baited. Mm-hmm. This was, I, I want to say, two, three years ago. Yeah. It was a snowy day. Yeah. It was a snowy day. Um, I was shooting this program on, uh, uh, I want to say, TBS. It doesn't matter, though. Obviously. I want, it no, no, really no, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. But I'm illustrating the idea that the, the fact that I don't even. I, I he's don't what he's illustrating what, is the fact that there was an excuse for him not showing up to shoot your show. Baby no, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. okay well, show. And already this is going terribly. Wow. I think this is. I'm just like extemporaneously getting my my words out. Okay, so this is what happened. I was shooting the show, and then the production was a little chaotic during that show, and then they had changed my hours and my days. So that I was, this is a first position bullshit that I couldn't do Z-Way's show. And I had to let Satri, your producer, know the day before. And was just like, I'm so sorry, I can't do this. And then she responded to me and gave me a wonderful tongue lashing, being like, Z-Way worked really hard to prepare these segments for you. And this really fucking sucks. And you really screwed her over. And I was like, yeah, I know, I know. And I, and I still feel guilt around it. It's okay, I forgive you, because ultimately your episode went to Aparna Nanturla, and it was much better. (laughs) It it would have gone, yes, it went much better than anything that we would have done would have gone, truly. (laughs) And also, we got to have a great time. We had a great time. No, I'm I'm sad, but I think we'll we'll connect hopefully when this is a TV show. Um, So we'll, we'll, we'll circle back around. What can you say? What what's the latest on this? Because at the, the the buzz around town is everyone's just like at the damn beach the other day. Everyone was just like, "Well, Z-Way's gonna get a show," and this feels like this feels like a prophetic thing. Not it's just assumed. You know, time will tell. Time will tell. But I love love, <laughs> and I'm excited to create. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell tell everyone at home that is living under a damn apparently very big and heavy rock. If they don't know what baited is and what's going on on your live every Thursday evening. So on my Instagram live show, I interview different um, celebrities and comedians and I ask them about race. And the questions are very simple. Like how many black friends do you have? What do you qualitatively like about black people? But everyone Mm -hmm. manages to sort of um, express their racial biases in ways that no one could ever write or imagine. And Uh I interview guests (laughs) like Caroline Calloway, Alison Roman, um, Rose McGowan, Josh Sharp, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, George Severus, friend, another friend of the show. Love George Severus. That was a very funny episode. Um, He's very yeah, funny. Wild time. I'm really excited. Alexis Nyers, which is one of my favorite interviews of all time. That was like pretty iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually was really, really impressed with her. Um, yeah, it seems too. like she's done the work. Yeah, I expected her to be like super raucous, more like a Carolyn Calloway type. Um, and she was really like came on the show, like very open to listening and expressing her faults. I was surprised. I thought she was great. And she was able to filter a lot of her own biases through this journey that she's been going on with the adoption process that her and her husband are going through. Adopting a child, famously. Uh, famously. <laughs> um, but I, what I find interesting is what, what feels most remarkable to me is, yeah, it's like people sort of put their biases on display in ways that can't be written or imagined. But with like the Alyssa Milano's and the Rose McGowan's, it's like they come in hot. Both those interviews, I distinctly remember they came in, you you greet them and then they immediately sort of talk at length without you being able to get in a word 
in a wise like they talk at length about like proving their own activist streaks and it's like a little bewildering yeah i love Alyssa milano Alyssa milano was one of the harder interviews because i'm like thinking in real time when do i interrupt to get to my first question yes as she's sort of like meandering but the, i kind of appreciate that white womanhood if you're the type of lady that like just talks at people like let's show that's exactly what we're here to show so i really love that interview but for different reasons you just put them both in kind of the same capsule there but the Alyssa milano interview and the rose mcgowan interview so those those are two very different interviews and those are two very different women yes let's just yes. and um so i just i just read through the rose mcgowan interview again oh you did oh my god yeah and it seems like because all you can actually read all the transcripts on Z-Way's website as well please sign up for my um subscription service yeah but um i don't know if you saw this today but rose mcgowan came out today and actually accused alexander, alexander Payne, Payne. Yeah. of sexual misconduct and well she was 15 when they had sex so we can oh go ahead God. and say rape oh, um wow. so that's actually fresh off the presses and um yeah so i mean she always bring seems to bring the truth um undaunted yeah she's i mean she's one of the biggest figures in like the 21st century like yeah Mm -hmm. moving that movement into what it was because of willingness to speak out that's just like that's going to be in history books and i think that she should be attributed to in large part what went down with the entire me too movement and i do feel that she is sort of taken out of that narrative because it's not super convenient for the very dnc-ish way that a lot of the um Time's Up ish movement is run. I think. Yes, I just refer to it as the Time's Up ish movement because it it does sometimes seems like it's it's only for one type of woman, mm-hmm. and I think that it's really important that Rose McGowan's voice continue to be heard by everyone. And so, you know, I'm I'm happy to see that that you gave her that opportunity because she's not going to be someone that like goes out there and is a fucking idiot about it she's not i I mean you know yeah she's controversial so she because she contradicts herself like sometimes she'll be (laughs) progressive and have really interesting feminist like ideals and other times it's like why are you speaking up about things maybe you have no idea about so i think she is truly like a like a a, american activist in their pure purest form (laughs) well she does she not live in america anymore she's in mexico i think that's what she said yeah the caroline thing caroline seems to like really be stretching this out well i feel like she first of all i tagged her i mean the week of that interview was super thrilling as as it is every week but that was the week where everyone was just like oh my yeah it was a special week and i I, it was a very special week and i she just (laughs) i remember she i tagged her in something oh no i didn't even tag her i screenshotted like some like a tweet of yours with a clip or something and then she dm'd me on instagram was like would appreciate a tag thanks wait no way she like what i didn't tag her she just stumbled on my story found this this little screen grab of your tweet um with 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 your interview and she was like would appreciate a tag she and then now i feel like she's I feel like she refers back to it even still. Is that accurate? I wish her well. 
I, that was a very special. That was a special interview. What is this about? She is truly being a journalist. She is truly being Frost <laughs> in a Frost Nixon sense. Show. What goes on on her Instagram is the journalism. It happens in the moment, and it is not for us outside of it. Okay, I'll say. I'll say, and the, the, I will not speak to any individual, but I will say that the behind the scenes of this show deserves its own untucked because it yep. is yep. drama <laughs> that you could possibly fathom on your worst day. Because I even feel like there is a lot of drama around people you try to book who don't come on the show. Oh, yes, yes. Like who? Yes. I, can't, I won't say because hopefully mm-hmm. I'll get them and, and I don't, I don't want to start that precedent. But I've had men, it's mostly straight men who mm-hmm. get very upset that I even mm-hmm. deign to ask them to be on my show, even though I think, like, I've asked, I've asked, Fanta- Aparna's been on my show, like, Josh right. Shot, fantastic comedians. Um, so it's mostly straight men, and they they really want me to walk them through the process. So I've had several of them be like, yo, can we do a call beforehand? And wow. I don't, I usually say no, because I don't want, I don't want to talk to them. Right. <laughs> because, right. I would imagine, like, what is the prep I want to talk to them on the show. That's the only yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Keep it real. Because because what is what is the prep that goes into each week for you? Like what are like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and day of? Like what is what how does that break down it depends on the guest but a lot of research like i listen to like every single podcast they've ever done i go through Mm -hmm. tweets to see what racist stuff they said in like 2011 um yeah that's mostly what i do and then that's yeah that's it or i'll watch their reality show so i watched pretty wild um but that was just Mm -hmm. for me (laughs) that was (laughs) because i love alexis myers um but yeah that's pretty much it i'll just go through survey their work I can't believe Alexis has never seen the... I mean, I get it. I, I get why she would never see the bling ring. But that surprised me for some reason. Yeah, someone's got to do, like, Vanity Fair's got to do Alexis Nyers watches the bling ring for the first time. That's an instant, wow. uh, you know. Viral. She also had pretty valid um, uh, shit to say about the way that Emma Watson talked about her in the press at the time, being like, I'm playing the worst person ever. Can't believe, like, this person even exists. And meanwhile, like, she was well aware of, like, struggles that she was having in her life. But also, I guess Emma Watson was young. And that's me letting her off the hook. Why? Let's examine it. You're a one-woman production team. Yes. And I want to ask, because I feel like Matt and I have encountered this, perhaps, it's nowhere near the same sort of intensity or sort of attention to detail that you put in, I feel. But, like, let's say, like, I'll design a poster and then, like, but then, like, I, if if I were to ever, like... Your posters are good. Oh, thank you. They're some of the best in the biz. Yeah. No, no, no. Come on. Um, But let's say, like, let's say Matt and I were to do, to do a TV show. Like, I would feel a certain way about relinquishing power or outsourcing it to someone else mm. and like when the time comes that you do get the support behind you yeah. this, in terms of like a production apparatus like do you see yourself wanting to control a lot of the elements around i am a control freak so i i think that's inevitable but i would gladly give up the research portion i would gladly give up um yeah. booking talent because it's like mm-hmm. a lot of me texting people's publicists which isn't as fun as it sounds um <laughs> So yeah, there there are elements of the production that I would give up, but I I like to produce. I'm good at producing. So 
the minutiae yeah. of like what, what what does this look like how are we shooting that i'm interested in for sure we're the same right. way because we li- we literally book whenever we do and i don't think so honey it's literally 50 people and we do it city to city and but we book every single one and we put all that we put That's all the lineups funny. together it's literally too much but i think that bowen and i at this point wouldn't feel comfortable allowing someone else to do that so i get what you're saying I, yeah, I like the control of being like, I get to talk to this person because they are someone whose Instagram I like and want to watch again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. See, I don't want to reach out. That's I would have some, like a, someone in between us. So then, yeah, because I do a lot of aftercare. Um, after the interviews, I'll like usually talk to the people. And so yeah. I like to like have space in between that. Wow. So I would bad. imagine that after the interview, they probably text you pretty immediately and go, how did that go compared to every other ones that you've done? How was it? Did I say anything that actually offended you, et cetera? Is that, is that fair to say? You know, every guest is unique and has a unique <laughs> <laughs> okay. from the experience. <laughs> okay. You okay. will not reveal BTS. <laughs> this is a true producer. She's like, she knows she has an actual show on her hands, which is which is baited after the bait. Oh, we're um, definitely going to do an untucked version where it's like, uh, like what's it, Beyond Breaking Bad or whatever the fuck, whatever that's yeah. Talking Bad. Talking Bait. Talking Bait. Yeah, we're definitely. <laughs> Wait, it was, okay, was that fair to say earlier that this, the IG Live show is a different iteration of baited? You, would you still consider it baited? Because I feel like now... They're different, Yeah. For sure. different. Yeah, well, because the first one was like, I will race bait my coworkers. Um, then it mm-hmm. became, I will race bait my friends. And then there was a version of it, but then it started, stopped being about like white people and started being like Gary Richardson and Aparna, um, yeah. Heaven to got to. So it's like in the, the, ecosystem of like race baiting but i think it's i don't i feel that in 2020 i don't have to trick anyone into saying anything racist they volunteer that information to me unwillingly most of the time so so yeah so it's a it's it's grown from that point but i think we need some people to help fund the movement right every single person has their benefactor and that's how we thrive and so i'm willing to step out in front and make a lot of money for the betterment of men <laughs> and that's what makes me the martin luther king of alt comedy that's actually huge of you to say and maybe that's the title of that martin luther king, of, king alt of alt comedy um i also think it's interesting that everyone is kind of getting to know you as an online presence because we sort of got to know you as a live performance presence my live shows are unhinged and I have to say, I love your unhinged live shows. I have seen you be given a seven-minute slot that went on for 20 minutes, and not a <laughs> damn person was upset about that. And let me tell you, you were not getting off that stage at all. I'm bad at telling the time. Truly, did not know. Yeah, right, bitch. You know exactly how long you're up there. No. <laughs> I don't mean it. No, it's no. This is, this is the thing that Josh Harper marked on, is that Z-Way has always been an anarchist. Anarchy. And it's and it's and it's anarchy that she sort of brings to the live performance mm-hmm. like, aspect of her of her of her comedy is that it's like no I'll keep playing Ponderosa with Omarosa is is that the song that you that, that was normally replayed from Melania to Sri Lanka excuse from me. Melania to Sri Lanka I'm so sorry yes, <laughs> can you yes. w- wait can you just remind people of the lyrics um I love to shop with Melania in Sri Lanka Sri Lanka love my clothes like my Oscar de la Renta. Renta. I love my boys, love my Calvins and my toys, love my Gucci and my Pucci and my pretty Hello Kitty meow. <laughs> and Melania is only really mentioned in the chorus, or is she like I feel? I feel like she's sort of thrown in there. <laughs> yeah, she's a red herring for sure. 
Yeah, that's that's the she exists as a red herring in the song. Exactly, it's about the the women who are friends with Melania. Who is shopping with Melania? Yes, mm, yes. It's an exploration. That's good. And you famously would not leave the stage until every audience member knew every word, sang along at 110% <laughs> and was up out of their chair bopping like it was Coachella. That's true. And you know how that started, actually? I did, I did a pop show and Dwayne Perkins was going to be the closer. And I really wanted to see him because I think he's one of the best dancer comedians ever. Wonderful. And he was late. So and so good. I was like, and so I was like, well, how do I fill the time? Like, I have some extra time at Union Hall. Like, what do I do? So I did Melania second. And I checked, is Dwayne here? No, he's not here. So I did it a third time and a fourth time. I think I did it seven times back to back until he finally got there. <laughs> and so that that was the birth of what... Um, was I, that at Union Hall? It was at Union Hall. Um, but yeah, it was maddening. People got upset. People left. Um, someone yep. threw, threw a bra on stage. That was awesome. So <laughs> it's, it's polarizing. It's supposed to be polarizing. Yeah, right. I, that right. was a really fun show. I did that show a couple times. Yeah, I brought my I, I brought my songs. Yes, your songs are amazing. The Disney Prince, I love that. Song. Well, it's called Disney Gay, but thank you very much. I do I do consider myself a, a Disney Prince and a Disney Gay. Yeah, that I mean, that one. was one of my favorite shows actually because I love when people come bring their music. Yeah, I like I think yes. well I just I'm, I get I got tired of like this whole do a set do your stand up and it's like why are we here? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I like a theme show because I get to turn looks. Really, it's for my wardrobe and me exercising that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, well, I I feel like the wardrobe ties into a a cultivated persona or a persona that I think you are on the way to cultivating. Oh, thank you which is pop star. Can yeah. we talk about this? Yes. I, my plan is to be a pop star in the next two to five years. And so I give us details. Well, I'm, I, I am a pop star. I have pop yes. music. I, um, yes. cat suits. I just bought a new bodysuit that's in the mail. Um, and so my goal is to tour worldwide with, um, pop show. And, yes. and so my, the idea behind this is that there's nothing, there's, pop stars are like the least political figures in American history. Famously pop mm. stars are like, oh, I don't want to comment on that because it affects sales. It's not about the mm. politics, I just focus on the music. And so mm -hmm. I, I kind of pitched the idea, like what would happen if a pop star was inherently political? Could a mm -hmm. pop star be uh -huh. successful and talk about universal healthcare and universal basic income? And so that's been the <laughs> genesis of my pop star character. Because well, what do you feel about the fact that Taylor Swift is coming for your spot now? I love it. I love that. Hey, God bless. We need more people to talk about important things before the death of democracy. That's true. But pop stars and their entry point into any sort of political thought is always like it comes from such like a an un, like sub baseline understanding of the way like you can the say world dumb. Works. You can say dumb. I'm not saying they're not dumb. They're just like <laughs> they're like stating things that like everybody kind of knows and i feel like i I'm, i kind of i mean i mean there there isn't a political concept that like no one that everyone is like familiar with um just on the same level but i feel like sometimes pop stars say shit and i'm just like yeah we've we've known that there's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of bubbly bubbly burst refreshing bubbles colorful bottles and playful smiles galore bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible and with no added sugar and low calories there's a lot to smile about each sip adds a burst of fun to your day i don't know about you matt but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with 
Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's Chime.com com forward slash culturistas. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. Do you remember Pink's song, Dear Mr. President, no. Were You a Lonely Boy? About George no. Bush. And it was like, was girl, we know, we know. What, is she, what was she saying about George Bush? It was just like, dear Mr. President, what made you this way? What damaged you so? Literally, the line was, were you a lonely boy? Hey. <laughs> God. You know? And also, like, um, the, of course, Kelly Clarkson had her song. Of, of course. She had a song that, that, that literally was, when, we, when they go low, we go high. Didn't um didn't a young um a young man say that you guys stole his moment from him? <laughs> yeah, um, this, was this chaos. is chaos. This is chaos. 
Um, this was when we, we went don't have to the to... view. This is no, we do have to <laughs> this because because if we have chaos here on the pod, we're gonna actually bring chaos of our own. So listen, yeah, we actually yeah, went yeah. to the view. And it was because we were actually having a hard week that week, and that was a very fraught yeah. week. And we went to say, let's take our minds off everything and go to the Kelly Clarkson. Sh- mm-hmm. uh, no, Kelly Clarkson at the View. So to we went the to the View, and a producer reached out to us and said, "We have tickets for you guys. We know that Matt, you're a Kelly Clarkson fan, so you should come to the show with a plus one on this mm-hmm. day." And yes, this was a very hard. I mean, can, should we should we just say what this week was, Matt? It was literally the week we found out that Bone was getting SNL and I wasn't. Oh my so God. it was like it was like tough. It was like it was not like it was it, it was, it was an, a very emotional week. And so we said, "Let's." And Bone was still deciding whether or not to take it, oh, and wow. I knew he was going to yeah. take it. And I was just like, "Let's just enjoy these last." couple days of of it being the way things are because things are going to change and it was an emotional time ultimately everything happened for the best and everything is amazing but but that day it was hard so then we went and literally we were there because the producer said we know you're kelly's biggest fan so then we get there they have these seats for us they put us in there we're in the second row and then i start hearing titters around saying the the producer is saying we heard kelly's biggest fan is here we heard kelly's biggest fan is here there might be something and i said to bowen i was like you don't think that they put us here because like there's Mm -hmm. gonna be a thing because honestly had they put us on television that day and kelly talked to me i would have been really embarrassing and cried i was so emotional so then Kelly comes out and does her interview. I'm sort of shaking the whole time. Meanwhile, you should know that everything Sonny Hostin said all day, Bowen and I were like, yes. Yes, Sonny. <laughs> go get him, Sonny. Way to go. Housewives. But that's a different story. Wait, what? She'd, actually be, she'd be fabulous, but she would never go on. She'd be on Roni. She, she, I don't think she'd ever go on Roni. Yeah, she has beef with Becky, by the way. Oh, right. She's too classy for Roni. But anyway, back to The View and you guys. But So, so anyway... um. Which one more sunny thing, which is during during a break, we said Bowen and I said at the same time, "You look amazing, Sunny." And she turns to us and she goes, "Thank you." You know, when we have days off, I don't even wear makeup. Oh my and god! We were like, <laughs> "Wow!" It was so. And then she turned around. She goes, "Nope, I don't. I don't wear makeup at all." And then the show started again. And she was like talking about healthcare or whatever. Wait, but, the other um, the other the other sunny thing I want to say is um there was a dance contest that was being hyped up by the the warm-up comic <laughs> during one of the commercial breaks and they're like and it's all these like, you know, suburban moms from Jersey or Connecticut or Long Island just like dancing dancing dancing. And then um, you know, the the crowd gets hyped up and then the warm-up comic throws it over to the panelists and she goes, Sunny, what did you think of the dance contest? She goes, I loved it. And then the warm-up comic throws it over to Whoopi and goes, Whoopi, what did you think? And then Whoopi goes, I don't give a fuck about this. <laughs> That's iconic. Iconic. It was so funny. It so was funny. So funny. <laughs> So anyway, they're like, Kelly's biggest fan is here. Kelly's doing an interview. And then they 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 stop everything. And they're like, okay, well, there's someone really important that, that we want you to talk to. And they go over to this other gay that's sitting like sort of right in front of us. Wow. Yeah. And then 
he tells her, you know, Kelly, like, I'm your biggest fan. Like, I've lost 90 pounds listening to your music every day when I was on that treadmill, you were with me. And she was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Yeah, y'all, uh, I actually have a tickets for you to the concert. And he was like, cool, cool, great. And he got to go up and, like, get tickets, etc. We didn't know that they got us on camera, but they did. And the whole clip of us hearing the whole thing is online. And Bowen, the whole time, is just living for this other gay getting his moment. And just was, so you know, the background of it was so dark, <laughs> so dark. And and then we brought this we brought this moment up like a few episodes ago. And then and then I think I think there was a dust. The kid got upset again because he his his this clip was going around again. And then he was just like, I this is another reminder about how terrible of a day that was. And it's like, wait, I can't we can't weigh you getting you being able to talk no. to like your your idol and you're like your 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 hero worship person against me and my friend making funny faces like to the side like it's not the same thing i was it's like just it, not. it was like this is funny i i, I, t- I talked to him back and forth in the dms i was like you don't see how this is funny and he was like it really hurts me the comments i'm like i understand that but what was i gonna do not post this if we had it like come on bitch <laughs> you guys are wild. Okay, I was on your side until you said you were DMing him, telling him he it's funny. <laughs> no, because he was he 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 kept he kept replying to all these tweets, being like, "Stop it now! I'm hurt. This is this." And I was just like, you know what? I feel bad. So I got in the kids' DMs and I was like, "Hi, I'm sorry that people are saying these things. I hope you know I'm I'm not. I didn't post this to, at your expense. I posted at my own expense because I think it's funny that everyone that like knows." who I am like I have some listeners of a podcast I do they know what a big fan I am of Kelly Clarkson and me not getting this and you getting it and the way my friend is acting is funny that's why I posted it and he was like yes but it's really hurtful these things and I'm like dude you know what it, it's just gonna be a difference of opinion oh <laughs> because gosh. because Z-Way wouldn't you agree I feel like this is something that people can glean from from the show from your show too is that like grafting on any sort of victimhood narrative and i'm watching like search party right now which i think deals with this like like being too suffused in a victimhood narrative is is kind of like destructive in terms of in terms of like what it does to people sort of in your immediate vicinity when it comes to a certain situation because i feel like i don't know if this kid is necessarily a victim in that situation do you know what i mean but he was kind of like going around social media saying that he was and it's like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute he was saying that that <laughs> that this happening had made it a bad memory for him and i'm like you know what that's actually pathetic <laughs> wait, wait 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 do, do you agree with him that i that you guys made it a bad memory for him i mean you know it, it i i can see his perspective as someone who probably has like what a hundred followers and then two people who have hundreds of thousands of followers saying get over it it's not a bad memory <laughs> <laughs> but wait, Z-Way, okay, you're telling okay, me okay. had that been who, who do you stand the most? Which pop star do you stand the most? Rihanna, I love Rihanna. Okay, so Rihanna's up on stage. They say, and you've been given tickets to a show. They say we know that Z-Way loves Rihanna, so we're setting Z-Way up in the second row. By the way, also Z-Way, the biggest career opportunity of your life is not going to you, but your best friend is going to go join your other best friend at that opportunity. Just FYI, deal with this in the same hour that we're going to watch Rihanna. <laughs> tell this other girl and have a whole moment with her and then you get footage of you finding out the, the in the moment on youtube or not on, on youtube twitter and you wouldn't post it you're saying that you wouldn't post it you z-way 
I would post it. I would post it, but I would knowing that it might hurt their feeling and that it, if it did hurt their feelings, I am at fault for it. But it's okay. Sometimes you don't. And that's that's why I apologized. <laughs> well, you're, it wasn't really an apology, but it was. It was a genuine <laughs> apology. I got on the kids' DMs. I said, "I'm so sorry. This was not my intention." Literally, if you watch the clip with, and, and take yourself out of it, it's at my expense. That's why I posted it. And then he was like, "Well, you made it a bad memory for me." And I said, "Again, I'm so sorry." That's kind of what happens when you go on television. This is so funny and unhinged, <laughs> <laughs> and it all revolves around Kelly Clarkson on The View. So it is really ridiculous. Amazing, amazing. I love. That you guys love Kelly Clarkson. I love <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Behind these hazel eyes is one of the first songs I learned um, with my voice coach. Um, but yeah, <gasps> wow, that's a hard song. That's a really hard one. No, she's fantastic. She's a fantastic singer. Um, she seems like she has great charm. Justin from Justin to Kelly was a hit. It was camp. <laughs> it deserves to be in the Criterion Collection. <laughs> I Thank agree. You. you should go on Kelly Clarkson's Emmy-winning daytime show. I, I would like to be. I would like to be packaged with her show, like a an, an hour long. Just <laughs> you should be packaged with her show. You hear Z-way that? NBC pro, Universal. Z-way is pro packaging. Yeah. By the way, this is so <laughs> controversial. What you say. Z-Way is anti-WGA, pro-packaging. Yes, I hate the laborer. I love the owning class, even though I'm not a part of it. Yes. Oh, my God, Bowen, I just noticed your shirt. Bowen is wearing his Taylor Swift Las Culturistas merch. Love it. Are you promoting this merch? Please, be, guys, get some. Get merch. I'm a we get merch. merch. Well, well can, they, can they still buy it? I think I think that I think the site is down, but we're gonna get it going. We gotta get, get it, it back again. running up again. We have a lot of Taylor Swift merch you can buy um, someday. Um, but I did just want to bring up Z Way because I was watching Watch What Happens Live the other night, and then who did I see but Z Way doing the Mazel of the Week? Team and Denise, you have come out. F- f- yeah, Fast and Furious as Team Denise. Are you guys um, Team Denise? I am Team Denise. Bone I doesn't don't watch really watch. Else. Okay, yeah. So it's either Team Denise or you abstain. Yeah, I just think that <laughs> it's like, are, if, if like you're not the police, like who leave this woman alone? If she doesn't want to, she's fucking. She doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah, she does. So let's let's actually let's explain this to Bowen in our terms okay. and see if he's Great. Team Denise. So Z Way, okay. let let him know what's going on with Denise and the ladies on Beverly Hills. Okay, so let's say I'm Kyle Richards and mm-hmm. Matt is Denise. Richards. Whoa. Yes, this, okay. is, this is great. I love this. You're great. Okay, so <laughs> Kyle gets information from Brandy Glanville that Denise allegedly had sex with Brandy in a hotel room on set and that she cheated on her husband. She's bisexual and that she uh-huh. all of her castmates, that she called Erica Jane Cold, that she thinks Teddy Mellencamp is living in her father's shadow, even though she still goes by her father's surname, that she thinks mm. Kyle doesn't care about them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now, the fans are divided. Half of the people think that Kyle Richards has a right to ask Denise, pro, to prod Denise about this, that Lisa Rinna hmm. asked Denise about it, and it's totally cool because that's what the show is about, being honest. And the other mm-hmm. half, the right side of history, believes that Denise Richards shouldn't have to talk about things she doesn't want to talk about. And, the, and walking off set on reality TV is actually the realest way to behave. <laughs> okay. So I... For context, is is it every every housewife is is against Denise, or there's no one on Denise's side? That's no. So basically, what's happening is Denise has Garcelle Beauvais on her side, yes, okay. and which uh, kind of inherently makes her makes that the right side. Um, mm-hmm. But also, she's got Dorit Kemsley on her side, which is a little bit okay. of a twist. Hey, so yeah. hey. An- 
I know it's 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 so really surreal to see this happen. But so basically, half these women are saying we want to get to the truth of this matter, and Denise is like, "It's not true, and I don't want to talk about it anymore." Brandy's making shit up, and the other women are like, "Okay, well, we don't really believe that she's making shit up." And then Denise is like, "Well, I don't really know what to tell you." Now, usually, it should be noted there are some inconsistencies in Denise's story. She uh-huh. does seem like course, she's hiding something a little bit, but the way the women are going about it and pushing and pushing and pushing and have been pushing her all season on other issues such as she didn't want to talk about sex with the girls at a party where her kids were at and the, all the mm-hmm. women thought they were judging them as mothers for doing that mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. this narrative that Denise is quote unquote hiding something enter yeah. Brandy Glanville with this information that they hooked up because she thought that Denise and her husband had an open marriage and Denise said in the morning don't tell my husband he'll kill me so Brandy who famously was cheated on by her husband with Leanne Rimes does, right. is not down with cheating. So when this happened to her, she felt like shit and told the women. Now, there's a lot going on here. So I feel like I, the reason I said, of course, of course, when when you guys said that didn't, there was some conflicting, there was some contradictory things about her recounting. I'm just mm-hmm. like, of course, of course, like anytime you're prodded, 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 like, you know, things get sort of lost in translation they come out weird sure. when you feel on the spot yeah i feel like i feel like brandy's a little shitty for yeah. telling the secret exactly yeah. and you're on the right yeah. side of history thank you welcome, and this to, is a, welcome to the right side thank you but th- that is how you framed it zway on 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 mazel thank you yeah, on, that, yeah. That's how I, I think that denise there are holes in her story but let yeah. go like let this woman live her life if she wants to lie let her fucking lie what's the big let her fucking lie and you bravely did that on yeah. the same watch what happens live as kyle richards and teddy mellingham what were the reactions <laughs> i didn't get to see Did- oh girl kyle was not having you really? she literally <laughs> it, it cut back to kyle richards and she rolled her eyes and shook her head a little bit like <gasps> this Oh my gosh. Ah, that's so silly. Good for you. Yeah, but you love it. I love it. I mean, I stand by Denise. I think you should, like, she has a custody battle. I think that there are more important things um, than getting... I just... Yolanda Foster said this. She said, we can't go over dead bodies on the way to making a good show. Let Mm -hmm. it go. It's human beings and there are real ramifications. Yeah. Um, are, are we watching Potomac? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. It 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 is. It has been fire. Yeah. Yes. It's excellent. Excellent. Candace versus Monique. Where do you stand? Monique. <sighs> Candace. Candace is. Candace is. I appreciate Candace, but I feel like it seems like what well, maybe Candace is the Denise in the situation where all the other wives are like piling on her, maybe potentially. But I feel like Monique just wants some friendship restitution or something like some she feels like something is owed to her i like wendy a lot i like wendy love wendy yeah, Wendy's love a good wendy. addition I she's do. a great yeah. addition yeah um i asked Wendy's to be on pop show um, <gasps> i almost booked her i almost booked her on pop show but this is like a year ago uh, before she like before she unraveled like her first season where she was like extra but not doing too much um and she directed me to her manager chris who i believe is her husband yeah um, that's her husband yes <laughs> was she in was she gonna be in new york was she gonna be in the area yeah and so i was gonna try, i was trying to get her and ashley darby to perform at pop show <laughs> together that would never have happened in a million years too, too much drama if it had happened but yeah that was i was trying i was really trying you probably asked in the thick of it too my opinion is i feel like 
I actually like them both as reality cast members. Like, I really enjoy Candace. I, I mean, famously, I, I gave her a beverage. That was one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of my thing with Candace is it seems like she wants to do Real Housewives of Potomac on her own time. Yeah. Like she, she's pretty down in the confessionals. She's down when it's like certain times. And then all of a sudden at the baby shower last night, she was all righteous and we're not going to do this at the baby shower. It's like, well, girl, we don't have to do quote unquote this anywhere. You're the one who always pushes it to the next level. You want to have a calm conversation because we're at a baby shower. Let's do that. But yeah. I mean, it was a lot for Ashley to even invite her there um, and then for her to act a scene and storm out so that Ashley has to leave her own, not baby, baby shower, shower. Uh, ba- baby party. And see you later. Mm-hmm. They yeah. might have said <laughs> I, I I mean I I literally couldn't believe when they showed the when they played the audio after the video cut out that made me feel like and then you know the show was very consciously taking Candace's side yes but what do you what's your takeaway is it just that Monique is fake as hell I don't think that Monique is fake I just think that Monique doesn't think that the Monique is is pressed about Candace having Charisse at the party, the cash bar party, which let's just say that was really bad on the, on the first episode. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. But she is trying to buy a house, so whatever. Let her save her money. But cash bar, on a year anniversary, you just had everyone at your wedding, everyone bought you gifts, and not even a year later, you're going to have a cash bar. You cover the drinks. You're, you're a cast member on a huge reality show. But anyway, um, I think that they're not on the same page about just how much of a betrayal it was to have Sharice at that party. And I feel like they just kind of want to fight about it. Yeah, I really think so too. I think so. I think Sharice is she is the she's she's the hot sauce in the dish that is Potomac, the crab. Wow. Of Potomac. Yeah, that's beautiful. But where do you think, stand? Yeah. I stand on. I'm Monique is gorgeous. Beautiful. <laughs> They're both gorgeous. She's going to be on the Grinder <laughs> podcast this week. The rear view. Really? Yes, she's on tomorrow. Wow. Oh mm-hmm. That's not with Forever Dog, right? It is. Okay, yep. Cool. Cool. Yeah, she's Monique is gorgeous. So I, so it's hard for me to say anything bad about her because her kids are beautiful. She seems like she has a great marriage. So, so, but great bird, great bird. I'm team. I'm team Juan Dixon. <laughs> That's Juan. <laughs> he seems like he's hot. got together. He's so hot. Hotty. He's so I'm, hot. Has been fuck. Don't we all? Yeah, I'm famously single. Don't we oh, all? Single. Ladies, what do you think? Y- no, about- not Matt. Not Matt. Not no, Matt. No, Matt's I'm not, not single. single. Um, wow. Wow. Um, ladies, what do we think about Giselle getting back with her husband and the way that her kids feel a certain way about it? Recipe for disaster. And the kids are so bummed out. Yeah, they do not want yeah. this to happen. I mean, he had he had children outside of their marriage. That's not very yeah. good. That's not nice. And she was just about to like pick her life back up with the new house and stuff. And then I think, I think Giselle, when, when you take the, when you take the man out of it, like she, she's, I think she's one of the best because her first episode of the season going, okay, we can talk, but you're going to need to stop talking. Iconic <laughs> line, iconic line. Okay. You and I can talk, but you have to stop talking is oh, you shut that. your mouth when you're talking. It's, it's iconic. Word on the street is I'm still the word on the street. Oh, that was like such a bad remix. Wait, can we talk about how she's the best, the most attractive, worst dressed person in America? 
One of the most beautiful, hideously dressed people. Yeah. Lots of fuchsia, lots of like (laughs) zebra print, uh, rhinestones. I'm just, it's troubling. I don't know who, not to, I don't want to insult anybody's work, but we need to upgrade. I mean, it's reflected in her home decor too. She's got like those disgusting it looks like it looks like a marshall's section like it's just like like different t- accoutrement picked from like uh, a service that collects accoutrement from other distilleries it's, yes yes it, it's it, like colorful but they're bad colors you know what i mean like she's got like a tacky taste yeah she really i the most she's gorgeous absolutely gorgeous and she's beautiful no style oh the silver chairs is just like <sighs> I mean, my favorite, I think the the person who I'm loving the most this season is the Grand Dame herself, is Miss Karen Huger. She is, number one, I loved it the whole time. She was just like, I'm trying to focus on my fish. This Chilean sea bass is a very good. And then they capped it off at the end of the episode is, I want more food. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Also, Rihanna loves Karen. So we're on... We're on. <gasps> she loves Karen. Yeah. She commented good. on her Instagram live. So clearly she has, the queen has tastes. Yeah. Between us taste. Um, we should ask Zwe the question. What's oh, yeah, that? we have to ask you the question. Oh, what's the question? Oh, my God. Okay, Zwe, we're going to ask you the question we ask all of our guests, which is, what is the culture that made you say culture is for me? This is formative culture um, that moved your life into a cultural direction. It could be a movie, a book, a play, oh, uh, a TV show. Clueless. Uh-huh. Clueless is Fabulous. the definitive text of Zwe's life. But then also, yes. a decade later... Real Housewives. Yeah. Yeah. Now talk That's talk good. about Clueless first. What was it about you? De- describe the texture of your feelings around the film. Well, I think Stacey ja- Dash was one of just like the first, I mean, you know, obviously her her personal politics aside, was one of the mm-hmm. first like, black women that I saw that was absolutely glamorous on mm-hmm. that screen, on that film. And I just thought Dion was like the baddest thing walking, the coolest girl in high school. And so yep. a lot of my personality is based on that fictional character. I think the, the clothes that I wear are, are definitely pulled from Clueless. Like my entire vibe is, is like Beverly Hills teenager. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. You said that Stacy would be one of your dream guests on the show, I, right? I would like to interview Stacy. I don't know. I would like to interview Stacy. I would. I'd be interested in that. Yeah. I think she would do it. I think she would do it too. But I think we'd say that again. I think we'd say that for the the television show proper. When we'd have yes. a coolest like moment. Like I think it would be mm-hmm. like a meeting of times. The yes. thing is about Stacey Dash is while she is so incredible in Clueless and she really is like some of the, her line readings are, I mean, really underrated. Like, I feel like no everyone talks about Brittany Murphy's line readings and Alicia Silverstone's performance, but no one really talks about how fucking incredible Stacey Dash is. Like, I feel like I feel like the line, well, there goes your social life gets credit, but she doesn't get credit and she doesn't yeah. get credit for share. She is toe up. Our up. stock would plummet. plummet. Like that's so fucking good. But um, I I still think for someone who's a funny performer, I wonder about her sense of humor. Ooh, what do you mean? I feel. Don't you feel like to go on your show, you have to have some sort of sense of humor? Like you have to be willing to have the piss taken out of you. Whereas, like, like I don't know. It depends. I saw her do, uh, uh, like, I think Hans just mentioned this. Yeah, a silly Eric Andre app. I just watched that episode again, like, two days ago, um, because I love the Eric Andre show. And she, 
she she was really funny because she was there were rats on the floor and they were biting at her heels so she was just she acted naturally i think the best <laughs> guests or best instagram live guests are either people who are comedic like george siveris or josh sharp uh, uh-huh. or or like dana donnelly like people like that in that field or, or patty harrison or they're like super straight i'm mm-hmm. just here like Alyssa milano is playing straight um right <laughs> calloway was straight i believe alison roman was straight so i think it depends on the guests because i tweak my questions to if the person's pure of heart or if they are um rotten to the soul like a comedian right of course right of course. <laughs> like a comedian but then so you're saying that there is like there is like a short list of guests that you would want to say for the show and that includes stacy dash because i agree with you that you would want certain there are certain guests that are perfect for the instagram show yeah but not for the eventual tv show yeah and that's smart yeah, yeah. i think so well because stacy is a production like the, the fanfare yep. around her is what i'm attracted to right Right. Is she a Trump supporter or is she a Republican? I don't know. I think she was just an out of, a, a, you know, working actress um, looking, you know. <laughs> you don't get paid for those, like, you don't get paid for those Fox News appearances, though. She, she was getting paid for that. She was a correspondent. You do get paid to be a, oh, uh, for a like correspondent. A, like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Correspondent. Yeah. Okay, okay. I think I think that I think there is some money in that. I think it was a job for her. I would um, love to ask her and be like, so seriously, what's the deal? But I, I have no clue. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, I'm Matt Rogers from Las Culturistas. And I'm Bowen Yang. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of laundry and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia and Intuit QuickBooks. Well, um, so then you move forward in time to The Real Housewives. What was your intro? And uh, talk about your favorite franchises and moments. My introduction was Beverly Hills, which was just darkness. It was it was the, the limo episode where she's like, you stole my gosh damn house. And I have yeah. never seen anything so perturbed on screen before and it felt so real because it's like even if yeah. you're feeding them lines as producer like that hatred is something you can never write or they're the best yeah. in the world um so i watched that and i was like wow rage i feel that and so that was my entrance and then beverly hills obviously with clueless i was just attracted to the she 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 like how glamorous it was the diamonds and rose of lisa vanderpump um the camille grammar of it all and kelsey grammar mm. being on it for like four minutes being like i hate you i'm divorcing you and then leaving so all <laughs> of that i found to be really quite intriguing now, how do you feel about the way it's developed over time since you've been watching it from the beginning? So we sort of had that like seed of re because I do agree. Beverly Hills sort of used to be about the cracks in the China. Yeah. If you will, like how how people um, try to keep their very, very, very um, actually very fragile, but high society lives together and what can happen when that the underbelly is revealed. Totally. So how do you feel about um the Lisa Rinna of it all and it's sort of being about like less let's keep it all under the rug and watch it shatter and let's get it all out there and own it now. But we're not owning everything inherently mm -hmm. because if we pick and choose what to own that is not ownership that is that's producing um so i don't like to see the seams i like to see the seams of john the producer telling denise i think you're making a mistake go back talk mm -hmm. to the girls i like that i like the production of it all i'd love to see the production schedules and people being like i don't want to shoot with xyz like let's see that realness of hollywood but yeah I don't, I don't love the like maneuvering of individual cast members being like you tell your secrets because we know they exist because what we'll find is that a lot of because lisa rena is is very guarded on that show there's a lot mm -hmm. we don't know we didn't know that um harry had a son until yesterday's episode but she's been on the show for five seasons um yeah so, that's just a testament. So, so I, I, if we're going to be real, let's be fucking real. But I don't think that honesty, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't entirely buy that. I think it's really pointed and calculated. But it, it, it's an honesty that feels very idealistic. It's like, I mean, I, I, I'm not even someone who watches the show, but all like the, all the big moments of that show post Rena have been like Lisa Rena at dinner being like, did you guys do cocaine? Like, it's like all these things where like she's confronting people, but it's like, how destructive is that? actually yeah it's not fully restorative is it yeah no i would love to see what i what would be a great way to 
to turn that is be like, okay, have you done coke in your bathroom, Dorit Kemsley? And then let's watch Dorit spiral about the fact that the show is coming out in six months and she's worried mm-hmm. about the let's watch them react to like the Twitter. Let's get a camera on them when the show is being is on television and seeing them right. like spiral. I like let's go to that realness if we're going to be that honest. Let's unveil yeah. it entirely. Um, but that's just my taste as an unscripted connoisseur. I one day I think I'll do unscripted television, but only as like a producer. Like, yeah, like yeah. EP it and be in it, I think. It's really interesting to watch the sort of, and I, there was a piece about Lisa Rin, I believe it was Vulture that did it, but it was like about how she is like the prototypical castmate as producer yeah. in a way that's like sort of interesting now in this season when sort of the two worlds, the world that appears on screen and the world that appears behind the cameras um, are sort of all falling away. And now there's rumors that Lisa Rinna's personal life might be explored next season because there's rumors about the Harry Hamlin of it all and maybe they're living in two different homes and never forget the way that she reacted to Kim Richards suggesting something about Harry at that dinner when she slammed the the glass down and said don't ever fucking talk about my husband and Kyle Richards ran out of the room when Kim Richards called Eileen Davidson a beast you beast how dare you beast oh, beast I beast I'd love to it's see evil it. Lisa Rinna moment. Um, don't you ever go after my husband? And she goes, We'll see a Lisa Rinna moment. What you want out? And she's like getting up at the table. It was really a beautiful, like a beautifully directed scene. It was mm-hmm. <laughs> history. So I, I think Lisa Rinna for that. Yeah. Mm. Lisa yeah. Rinna has definitely contributed to a lot of chaos. I just wonder if she's going to be paying for that. Yes, sure. Karmically, yes. But 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 Zoe, you seem to be talking about this thing where you want to see production and the post-production aspect of these shows a little bit more um, to the fore. And I feel like maybe it's fun to even just have like a lot of the season be the reunion episodes. I would is potentially love that. I mm-hmm. love the reunions. I'm like women yeah. sign me up. Like this is a this is great. This is entertaining. Um so I would love I would love to see the scenes of just like whose dressing room is bigger than whose. Like let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently we're in for some crazy reunions with Beverly Hills in New York because the, I, I, some women are not even talking to each other. I mean, Lisa Rinna was really upset about the Beverly Hills reunion and apparently the the New York reunion is like Ramona's comeuppance. Oh, I can't wait for Leah. I love Leah. I can't wait for her to drag Ramona. It'll happen. I want Ramona. I want Ramona destroyed. I really do. Yeah, she, I just she, to be a classist. Like, it's like you're, you're just yeah. like, who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah. Wow. So what are, what are, what are your thoughts on New York? Um, I'm loving New York. Um, it is, it makes me never want to drink again. That's true. New York keeps me sober, truly. Like, the way that (laughs) Sonia Morgan, like, throws it back, I'm concerned. Yeah, it's tough. And And they need to talk about it. That's the theme for New York, I feel. That's, like, the underlying theme. I mean, am I saying something that we all already know that we've, that we've known? Go on. But it's like the Leah, the Leah, the Luann and the Sonia and even the Ramona. Let's, I mean, all of them. It's like they all have this problem with drinking and with dipping back and with falling off the wagon. And it's like, we, this is really, really, really fucking dark. And we're arguably Dorinda's the worst. Yeah. Y'all used sure. to like Dorinda. I remember y'all speaking positively about Dorinda back We then. did. She's mean. She's, it's, it's tough. It's dark now. Are you a Dorinda in your life? 
I used to I say know. I was a little bit of a Dorinda back when when she drank it got a little dark, and then like now I don't identify with Dorinda at all. I honestly, I honestly think that Dorinda needs like to really take a break and like figure out what's going on. And mm, I don't know if this is cool to say, but like my mother, this is I actually watched Real Housewives this week with my mother, and she's never seen it at all. And <laughs> I watched Beverly Hills and New York with her, and we're going to watch Potomac tomorrow. But um. I've already seen it, but I watched it again with my mother. But uh, my mm-hmm. mother was like, well, in New York seems like they have a lot more fun together. And I think they might be onto something about the menopause. Like when Sonia and Ramona oh. were talking about how possibly Dorinda may be going through menopause and they wanted to bring that up with her. And my mother literally said, that's what I was just going to say. So that could be like, I hadn't even thought of that because why would me I think neither. of that? But my mother, as a woman that age was like, yeah, that's clearly to me what's going on. Oh, wow. Wait, wow. Hey, I have something to look forward to. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> getting to pop off <laughs> after one drink. I can't wait. I look forward to the day. Who, who do you identify with on Roni? Aaliyah, you're Aaliyah. Aaliyah. You're very much Aaliyah. I, I say it like it is, and if you don't like me, it's like I elevate this shit. Like you, then that's your taste level. Yeah, you're new. You're exciting. You're fresh, mm-hmm. and you you have the back. I, I I'm a I'm a Carol. You're Carol. Well, I I was Team Carol. I think Carol was right in that. Me too. Yeah. We were both Team Carol. Yeah, we were both Team Carol. Obviously, any any want to get into a five. Well, I actually think that's why Bethany ended up leaving was a result of the fallout from that storyline, which was a lot of people calling out the fact that they could see Bethany working to make that fight work because she was looking really ugly in that. Like when she said to Carol, you don't have a career like that was really messy. And I think that while Bethany, while Bethany is like um, someone that the fan base is never going to be ready to let go of and she would have to opt to leave. I think she sensed a turn in the way that she knows how to play the game on this show and the way it's received now and I think ultimately like that combined with the fact that her personal life is just so fraught she was done she had to walk away gotta walk yeah. away it's better to walk out on top mm-hmm. truly, my, oh, truly. My, um, that's gonna be my catchphrase when I do Real Housewives of, Bever- of uh, Brooklyn <laughs> <R-H-O-> <laughs> I'm leaving in six episodes <laughs> <laughs> you would do six and that would be it and that would be like all you would get out of it yeah, for your own sure. personal game. Because it's like, you're, if you're on more than a season, they're going to come for your life. I have demons. <laughs> I also oh, do think that Bethany made one final genius move in her tenure at Real Housewives of New York, which was discovering Leah. And now she can say, the show is still only good because of me. You know what I mean? Like, she, she, she put that in there at the last second. She was like, remember me, bitch. Here's a smaller version of me, a younger version of me, who will the audience will become obsessed with. And I do think Leah has the potential to become the next Bethany. Oh, Leah is absolutely taking the throne, and that's why Ramona shook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And Ramona was always about pleasing Bethany or was always about seeking some sort of validation from Bethany. Yeah. And it was never hers to lose. It was like Taylor Swift's August. It was never Ramona's to lose the throne. Wow. 
Thank you. I think it's time we move on. But this reminds me of an I don't think so, honey, um, sort of moment oh, in history, yeah. which is when Z-Way pulled Sasha and Malia Obama out of the <laughs> Troll Bowl and refused to play the game. I don't think so, honey. She said, I don't think so, honey. I'm not doing this and screamed into the mic for nearly a, a whole minute. And we had to just accept that Z-Way was not playing ball with I don't think so, honey, Sasha and Malia. Well, not Revolutionary. <laughs> what? We did it? No, I was like, I was like, you know what? That's a good way to go out. No. Oh my God, Z-Way. When we do it again? No. I mean, that was a, that was a historic moment and Thank you. anarchic, revolutionary. You put us in our place. <laughs> we had no right to. We had no right to ask you to do that. It was totally on brand for you. Well, we didn't. The troll ball asked you to do that. Yeah, I think I picked one from the troll bowl and I didn't know who it was. It was like a theater person. And then I picked a black woman at all costs. Yes, I get it. And it was very right of you to say fuck no to the system. Um, and who knows, maybe we'll see it again. Uh, but Bowen, what is I don't think so, honey? I don't think so, honey, is our segment where we take one minute to rail against something in the culture while saying the words I don't think so, honey. Um, so Matt, I think you have something. I do. Matt and I just want to say before I do it, I do not think so, honey, Bill Clinton. And I don't think we should be hanging on to Bill Clinton. And I really think we need to fucking move on as a country. And I'm sure you agree, Z-Way. I would love to interview Bill. I think he would be an iconic guest. <laughs> and that's her way of saying that she agrees with me. But I do. I did prepare another one. Okay, wonderful. This is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. And his time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Ringtones being able to be heard. Sounds being on on your phone. I don't think so, honey. Ringtones. Not hmm. one bop in the bunch. It's all It sucks. You think of hell when a ringtone plays because ringtones are commonly, I don't think so, honey, alarm clocks, which are oh. awful and wake you up. I don't think yeah. so, honey ringtones when they're on i've been around my parents a lot and they have their phone seconds. sounds on all the time and i'm ah. like dear god your phone is right next to you maybe you could just turn it on silent or vibrate these things vibrate so loud anyway i don't think so honey that we need them to be on they are so oh annoying there's not one cool ringtone sound 15 honestly seconds. how about this turn your ringtone on and all of a sudden wop plays by megan d stallion and cardi b just kidding because then i'd be irritated with Anton because it's a ringtone i don't Five think so seconds. honey ringtones only silent tones aka nothing i don't think so honey and that's one minute so you're saying <sighs> anything that's a ringtone is automatically like invalid it's it's you can't phone sounds are out they're canceled they're done stop yeah, and I, okay. i'm telling you when you get a text and it goes shut up. It is so mm. annoying. And now mm -hmm. that you know you're texting with someone, guess what you can do? Turn your ringtone sound off. Like mm -hmm. now you know that you're in the middle of a conversation, you're engaging with someone. Just do that. I don't need to hear the ring a ling a ling a ling a. Yeah, yeah. You feel sure, this way? Sure. I feel this way. I really do. I, I have nothing to add. I'm just supporting you. Thank you. And Z Way okay. supports as well. And with that support, Iconic we're gonna mm. we're gonna move on. <laughs> We're gonna move. Did you still call yourself an iconic guest? Ringtones. Oh, would be an iconic guest. Well, I would love to ringtones. bring myself to the Instagram. I would love to bring myself to the Instagram live show, like Red. red Buddy, <laughs> <laughs> if I brought myself to like my people. <laughs> I mean, who 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 would be who would be the the will to your Jada in that situation? Like, it would be 
would it be like your parents or something like like who would that be i don't know maybe like like an ex-boyfriend who has seen me at my worst yeah oh that's fine could bring you to the red table yeah yeah do you watch the red table yeah i watch i watch the like the hits like the the jordan <laughs> one the kind yeah, of- mm-hmm. yeah I, I watched that one <laughs> it was like so you saw will and jada when they brought themselves to the red table yeah, of course it was really dramatic and intense i felt like i was a voyeur like i i didn't think i should yeah it was so intimate. That's what I want to see in Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what was like? I think Vulture wrote about how like that was very unusual in terms of celebrity marriage culture, where it's like you never really get to see a conversation like this, that like like the, like the one that Jada and Will had, because we're so we're so sort of trained in this traditional media sense that like marriages go through a hardship in this model. But I mean, that was like, I thought that was pretty huge, and that was all anyone talked about that day. It was iconic. It was iconic. I I. When I get a divorce, you better believe I'm going to milk that on my daytime talk show, honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's It'll be a topic of discussion. Special. Your own entanglements <laughs> will be unentangled. Um, okay, so Bo and Yang, are you ready with your I don't think so, honey? Uh, I'm ready. Well, that's good because this is Bo and Yang's I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. People saying, I can't believe in the year 2020 we have to save the postal service. It's like, get over your fucking like snarky ass like disbelief who cares we are beyond disbelief at this point like every other dystopic thing has led us up to this point this should come as no surprise absolute power absolute corruption should come as no surprise so yes buy a sheet of stamps but don't fucking like roll your eyes at how ridiculous the circumstances are because that's where we're at unfortunately so yes there's no need for like a snide comment on it i don't you don't have to editorialize your own responsibility as it were and it is an unfortunate responsibility to to help the postal services funding i mean it sucks it's unfortunate you do not have to contribute to the conversation by saying isn't this crazy i'm so over this no you're not you're you are pressed under the thumb of of fascism and that's, and that's one minute. minute. Yeah, we should um, thank you, Bowen, for bringing that up because the United States Postal Service is under attack. It it's um, being dismantled as we speak. And Trump is gaslighting the country by tweeting, save the post office. And he will try to blame it on the Democrats. It is entirely of his own making. And we have to, like, honestly support this in yes. every way we can. And it's not just buying stamps. It's sending money directly. Like, sure. do do the most, to say the least. I'm saying there's this, and this is not like an, a weird, dumb, infighty thing. It's like, I'm saying there's this like weird sort of uh, notion around people being like, wow, can you believe this? This is the world we're in. It's like, yeah, it is, unfortunately, but like you don't have to remark on it. I don't know. It's womp womp culture, and it's and it's so annoying. It's womp yeah. womp. Oh, can you believe this culture? It's like, yeah, be- we're, we've been believing it. Believe it. Yeah, it's like what what could have ever led to this moment in time? It's like everything. Have you read the everything. Book? book? Like, what are you talking about? This there are no surprises here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, okay, Z-Way, this is this is going to be. You'd be an iconic guest. This this would be an iconic. I don't think so, honey. This is Z-Way's. I don't think so, honey. Her time starts now. Okay, I don't think so, honey. Unpaid black labor. You guys got me on here writing jokes. <laughs> What in the world? Am I getting paid from Big so, Honey? Are you cutting it? Because <laughs> I, 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 so I am a black woman. I have yes. 
forever and I deserve to be paid for my time and I don't think so honey is asking me to do work and this is goes out to all the black ladies out there who are working for free don't do it you have <laughs> and a mat in your lives 30 seconds thank you thank you so much for the offer but I think I'm going to pass this time and you know what Every day I learn a lesson so you don't have to. So this is really wow. to the fact that I 15 seconds. have to work for free right now and also frequently. And so let's stop because we have to unite together and unionize. Five seconds. Viva la people! And that's one Viva minute. Viva la, la people. It's actually Rula Culture number 77. Viva, Viva la, la people. people. Viva la people might be a good title of app. Viva La People is a good title, but Seaway, I want you to name a number. Right yeah, now. I want to know how much do you want for that? Um, seven thousand dollars. <laughs> no, we can't seven, do that. Seven grand for the whole episode. <laughs> the whole episode. We can't My do that. Is high. This I have to get okay. well for Zway Junior. No, Matt. That's Matt. I, I reject the notion that Matt thinks it's too high. I, you I think love, that seven thousand dollars is what Zway deserves for this podcast episode? I am not the person to appraise on Instagram and Twitter. But if you think that I'm worth seven thousand dollars. <laughs> We're going to figure this out. We're going to figure this well, out. Well, Bowen has this. that expendable income. So no, I he... actually don't. I actually do not. I am bone dry cash wise at the moment. And yet here he is offering up. because So I guess he thinks that I'm going to take this one on the chin. It's it's no, 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 no. Oh, my God. Right. OK, this is what I was saying earlier. Grafting on a victim and narrative is so <laughs> dangerous when you are not the victim. I have a question for both of you who aren't victims. What is a black woman worth? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Everything. Well, a lot, everything. Check your Venmo. Check your Venmo. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. We're gonna Z-Way, we're so sorry that we had we had brought you onto the show under the pretenses of, of unpaid black labor. <laughs> and part of the problem. We will we are well, part of the problem. We will make it. We will make. We will do right by this. Ultimately, you actually played right into the trap because you gave us an amazing. I don't think so, honey. And thank yes! you for it. Curses! Delete yeah. this. Curses! Oh, stop recording, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, not, everyone, everyone, stop. Turn this off. And not just an amazing, I don't think so, honey, an amazing whole episode. Woo, Z-Way, damn. <laughs> Thanks for having me. This is so fun. We love you. This is you. so great. Um, <laughs> is that what you, but is that the quote, the poll quote from the I don't think so, honey, was, is black women don't say this was so fun. Thanks for the offer. Oh, no, but that was when the, that was when the <laughs> offer goes out, right? Yeah, oh, no, you're right. I did actually just repeat. I did do that. <laughs> That's the conditioning. That's the tragedy. <laughs> yes. You've internalized you've internalized indebtedness. We all have to examine this. Right. We're a part of the problem. I am part of the problem. <laughs> Every day. Um, okay. Well, listen, you're an absolute fool if you're not following at Z-Way and F, tuning at in at Z-Way F. Really? There's what was Z-Way taken? I I am currently in a war with the woman who has Z-Way F Z-Way on Instagram. Um, I she has blocked me on my main, and I oh. every day. Unbelievable! You're listening. Please support a Nigerian woman. Please do it for the community. Do it for culture. You're you're you know you are part of the solution. You could be the John F. Kennedy to my Martin Luther King. Think about it. Think, Think about it. About Wait, it. I do want to really quickly mention um, that this is uh, this is a soundbite that's really like 
bounced around in my brain for years now. One of the first baited episodes of this was with Michael Antonucci, who we love. Mm -hmm. And at one point you talked to him about like dating black women and then, or no, 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 you talked to him about like how you make him feel and then he just stammers a bit and then you go, what? Don't be intimidated by a strong black woman. (laughs) (laughs) The way you said it is so, so, so perfect and so good. And like, that was the moment, that was before I met you. That was the moment before I came into the Above Average's offices, I think. And I was just like, who is this person? And like, she's so funny. Oh my gosh, thank you. So (laughs) Z-Way, we love you We're happy to know you and we celebrate you and we direct everyone to at Z-Way F because that battle is not yet won. (laughs) But don't be surprised if in the coming days, all of a sudden, it's at Z-Way. But for now, it's at Z-Way F. Thursday nights is baited. It's at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time because she's a Brooklyn girl. So tune the hell in for all of those amazing episodes and follow everything that Z-Way does. What do you say? Uh, Cheers. Um, Cheers. And um, we do end every episode with a song. And I feel it's only right to allow Z-Way to do the song. And you know what song we're talking about. No. The Melania one, Sri Lanka. Melania Sri Lanka. Oh, I love this shop. Melania, do I sing it? Okay. Sing it. Yes. Do it. Every episode ends with a song. Lanka. I listen to the episodes, but not all the way through. They're like an hour. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not all the you way through. What? Let's end there. Bye. <laughs> Bye. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly burst. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.